Yes, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Do the introduction. Well, who's on? And we have Carl, Jay, and uh, and Magoo. Uh, Carl decided not to go with, uh, you know, with a pseudonym like Carlos or something. But we, Magoo, we might have to stop you from doing introductions. <laughs> Let's just pause for a second and then say, <laughs> hold on, ready? Welcome to Sharpening the Squares podcast, 30 seconds in. Uh, we've got Magoo, Jay, and uh, Carl on the line. A- another guest coming back to talk about, uh, we'll do a little wild card weekend recap. We'll talk about uh, Cowboys Corral and then uh, dive into picks this week. So, uh, Magoo, thanks for leading us off with that lovely introduction. Um, what's going on, everybody? Carl's, Carl's Cowboys Corral. Carl, yeah, that's right. Have... Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, Carl, welcome back to the pod. I was talking to my <laughs> lovely wife. Um, she didn't get to hear the whole conversation on whether or not we call you Carl or, like, if you need a pseudonym, um, you know, to protect your identity. But she recommended that in order to protect your identity, we just give you the moniker Carlos on the pod. How do you feel about that? Yeah, there's there's no way that could be traced. So I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I think it'll throw people off the scent. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think we're just gonna rip the bandaid straight off then and go to Carlos's Cowboys Corral. Uh, how are we doing this week? <clears throat> uh, pretty bad. It was a a pretty uh, embarrassing and frustrating end to a Cowboys season. So I, I, I hate to do this to you. Um, I didn't watch a single game last weekend because I was in Miami and was in, just enjoying sitting on a dock by the water and didn't watch any of the games. Can you give us a quick recap Ooh. of uh, the, the lowlights and lowlights of the game? Yeah, so first quarter, Cowboys weren't really ready that – the Saints' offense—it's a really cool and interesting offense. They—they they do a lot of misdirection. They're just constantly challenging the linebackers. Now, this is they, the Saints, Carl. Is this the Saints or the Niners, Carl? Who said the Saints? This is—we're talking about the the Niners' you offense. Did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like the... wait, they were—were were they running Peyton's playbook? What's going on? No, the Are Niners. Are we in week eight? Are we in week eight or something? <laughs> No, the uh, the Niners offense does some really yep. cool and interesting stuff. A lot of misdirection and counter challenging uh-huh. the linebackers. And Cowboys weren't ready to handle it. So they, they went down and scored and then had a couple field goals before Cowboys had any points. Um, major lowlights. <laughs> Lots of pre-snap penalties, which have plagued the Cowboys all season. Ooh, Bears fans are familiar with those. Um. A really, a really cool coaching decision, fake punt, um, followed by leaving the punt team out there with the goal of maybe causing the 49ers to take a timeout. Yeah. Um, Wait, what happened? Then... Tell me about. Tell yeah. me about this. <laughs> this is the genius of Mike McCarthy role. Yeah, I think we were still down. We were down two scores okay. about about midfield. It seemed like a great Second time to quarter? go for it. Second uh, quarter? This was third, third or fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, like like fourth and five-ish, middle of the field. 
put the punt team out there, and then we, we had a great uh, fake punt for about 10 yards. But then we left. I can't believe the punt- those Niners. The, I can't believe the Niners cover guys were not like up on them, like thinking it might be a fake. That was like the perfect time to fake punt. But go on. Yeah, the Niners special teams has not been great all season. Um, that that's definitely one of their weaknesses. But then, so after the successful successful conversion, the Cowboys left the punt team on the field, huh. hoping to cause the 49ers to take a timeout to get their their team out there but they already had the base defense out there because of the <laughs> <laughs> so then then with like 20 seconds left on the play clock the the punt team runs off and then Dak and the offense come on and so then the the ref had to allow the 49ers to change personnel and then we had a delay of game yeah mm. <laughs> 5 yards wasted Ugh. That's miserable. Yeah, and then there probably was another another punt, uh, like mid to late in the fourth quarter that we probably lost some game, some game win chance there. There were three defensive or uh, yeah, defensive holding calls on offensive linemen that didn't have anything to do with the play. So defensive linemen holding offensive linemen, like how often do you see that? That that resulted in automatic first downs for the Niners. Carl, huh. you might have been getting you might have been getting there, Carl, but that was like absolutely abysmal because you never see defensive holding that's a defensive lineman on an offensive lineman. Like, why is that guy holding the offensive lineman and not running to the actual play? We don't know. Yeah, like Randy Gregory like tackled one of their guards at one <laughs> point. Like, what are you doing? Go to the ball, Randy Gregory. Huh. Um, and then, and, and and then so- finally, on like the, the very last drive, um, what, I mean, not a, not a great chance, very low percentage that we can get the touchdown to win. Because you get the ball yeah. back with what, like 40 seconds left and you have to drive 40 seconds left. score? Yep. And Two good quick throws. Our guys managed to get out of bounds. Um, so we were like on the 45 maybe. Okay. And and Kellen Moore called a quarterback run with 14 seconds left. Oh, man. <laughs> Just inspired by Joe Judge, right? Like how long can we sneak this for? That's wild. So Dak sneaks it. <clears throat> then what happens? He probably ran too long. Like if okay. he had, if oh, he had yeah. run yards instead of twenty yards, or run like twelve yards, we probably would have would have been able to to clock it with a couple seconds to spare. Um, but he ran real far, forced okay. the umpire to run real far, uh-huh. and then didn't yeah. give didn't hand the ball to the umpire. So then yeah. the umpire yeah. slams into cool. Dak and Tyler Biotish, our center. Oh, man. Well, because what the center did, what the center did was he just picks up when Dak slid down, like Dak's got to throw that ball to the ump, but the center picked up the ball instead, and he tried to set it himself, and it's like, no, 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 you you can't set the ball yourself, center. <laughs> it's like you have to know you can't set it yourself. But and I mean, so... so it seems like this was an end of game scenario. 
that they had like thought out, right? And I think like McCarthy's kind of on the book saying like they practiced this, but maybe they didn't practice it well enough if they didn't have all of the nuance of it figured out. Is that fair to to say? Yeah, what happened was the Cowboys got about 50 yards, 40 yards of just throwing deep, deep out routes. And then mm-hmm. the Niners adjusted finally and started guarding the sidelines. And mm-hmm. so that's probably why they called the draw. But, like, that was the time to probably just do your Hail Marys. You probably could have gotten two Hail Marys in from, like, the 40-yard line, um, the opponent's 40-yard line, uh, because they're all sitting on the sideline. Now you can run scenes up the middle, and you'd probably have, like, one-on-one or two-on-one in the end zone. Because so now they're not- playing the sidelines. Instead of doing the quarterback draw, why not just throw a seam ball to like a slot receiver if they're going to vacate the middle of the field? I feel like that saves time from Dak like running, faking like he's going to like having to take the step back like it's a pass play and then like getting through the line and running. Like I feel like you can save a couple seconds by doing that. Yeah, I think uh, Magoo has it right. Like the. I think the better play there is two shots at the end zone. You can probably get yeah. two off in 14 seconds. Yeah, they yeah. were – they're not even Hail Marys. I mean, they're from the 40s, so you're just – well, you're throwing and plus you give your, And plus you give your chance, yourself a chance of a PI. Like, right? Also like, true. They, like, what, like, so they throw a, a jump ball, but the defender goes, like, Ram Saints from a couple years ago and knocks a dude out and then uh, they throw a flag and now you're on the one. So yeah, I think the play there is just take your two shots. They're long shots, but so is getting a draw off and then getting another successful play. Um, so that went down. The Cowboys, my Super Bowl. I picked them to get to the Super Bowl, Carl. Um, how two are, other things on the how game. Are, yeah. Uh the uh, we had a fun little uh, punt hit the uh, scoreboard. That was fun. Uh, Ooh, the what happened there? The damn punt hit the scoreboard, and uh, I don't know that it really hurt the Cowboys, right, Carl? Like it, they just repunted, and it wasn't like a bad punt after that. It was just like I don't know. They just do the redo. But Did that happen also... in the second half? <laughs> yeah, I think it was second half. And so I'm assuming that game clock ran. They didn't, like, reset the game clock when they redid the punt? That's a good point. Did they? I don't know if they do that or not. I think I think they do reset it. Huh. Interesting. I think, I think they seconds. did. Okay. But it might have been just bad juju or something. But yeah. the, the only other one I'll mention was uh, – I've seen this. I've been to the – Carl, you've been to Jerry World, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, so they have uh, the, you know, the Magoo, it's 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 Carlos. Just <laughs> excuse me. So, Sorry, Carl. I, Carlos, I Carlos, there you went again. So just I gave, I gave you could you just away. be mindful if you could be mindful <laughs> of uh, his privacy during this this difficult time once his season's ended. So, uh, so they have the. Uh, they have the storefront, uh, you know, giant windows in the end zones. And the, the, the architects did not uh, design the stadium like 
north south like they should have they designed it like east west so you've mm. got the sun you know at 5 30 you've got the sun setting in the west uh-huh. and it's coming through the windows and like apparently i forgot who it was carlos but like somebody was saying it got in their eyes and like ruined a play for them i think it was like yeah, cd lamb is cedric wilson like mid- cedric midfield wilson. yeah <laughs> Like the Cowboys own stadium is killing the, the their own team. Okay. Yeah. You know, well, it's only here's the, the the takeaway from that is you just don't want home field advantage. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, idea and then the idea behind it though was the architects thought that they were gonna build hotels and other crap around the stadium that would block out the sun and then they just never did. So then mm. it just shines on the inside and blinds all the receivers. I'm sure Jerry can afford a like ridiculously tall hotel or two. He'll take care of it. Um, Carl, moving moving on from the game Sunshine. and the season coming to too, too early of a close for this team that's <clears> super <throat> talented, how is a Cowboys fan or, you know, Cowboys Nation doing moving forward? <laughs> um, yeah, Cowboys Reddit is uh... – is in a pretty bad place right now. Um, mm. I mean, the team's going to look different next year for sure. We got a lot of free agents, um, and our our coordinators are being looked at for head coaching positions. So that there definitely is some desperation in Cowboys Nation. Um, mm-hmm. There's even one fan who uh, who said he's going to take a <laughs> vow of celibacy until the oh. Cowboys win their next playoff game. Oh, in order boy. to <laughs> give all of his energy to the Cowboys, so oh man, this could, this could be kind of like a, a reverse Billy Goat curse situation for the like the Cubs if he's not careful. Um, it could be like the virginity <laughs> curse on the Cowboys. Yeah, it might the be trick. tough for this guy. I feel like he would have been. I feel like he would have been better served to say like. I'm going to have as much sex as I can until the Cowboys win, right? Like, you just right. flip that logic a little bit, and then it's not a – you know what I mean? And then you're celibate when they win. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh... How were the comments to that proposal in the Cowboys thread, Carl? They were all pretty supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Final question. Was it's that your post? That... It was, it was not my post. Okay, okay. Just we got the, the explicit rating. The listener was curious. Uh, are they going to? The hook McCarthy? is he's been celibate his entire life. So, Ugh. all right. Uh, so here's my here's, here's one of my final questions. I don't want to belabor Cowboys Corral too much. I have been in this situation with the Bears far too much. Uh, I know it sucks, but two part question. Do they stick with Mike McCarthy? <laughs> Second question is, would you rather have Jason Garrett or Mike McCarthy? The floor is yours. <laughs> um, Magoo, you can take, you can give your answer first. Oh, well, I'm not much of a Cowboys fan, but if you I had used to, choose... you used to wear a T.O. jersey, you would bring your own popcorn bucket. I know, Back I in the day, and then you just got obsessed with gambling, and your team affiliation is gone. It is. Um, mm-hmm. I think you still go McCarthy. Okay. But it's you just, stick with him next year. 
No, I mean, I was answering Carl's your question about Garrett or McCarthy. Which one would you rather have? I was doing that one first. Okay. I mean, obviously, you have to go get a new coach, but remember, Jerry Jones is not going to get anybody competent that would upend him, like overshadow Jerry Jones. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. got to keep it like, you know, he's a narcissist. You got, he's got to keep like his minions in place. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So no, McCarthy will be back next year, and I would okay. probably take McCarthy still over Garrett. Because the Cowboys still had a pretty good regular season, Carl. Carlos, okay. excuse me. Thank you. Carlos, what do you say? Yeah, I agree with Magoo. I, I don't expect the Joneses to, to fire McCarthy. I mean, okay. his first season was back, and this uh-huh. season they, they, they had a great regular season and, and won the division. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I don't expect them to make that call. Uh, it would be really interesting to – like if Dan Quinn is about to get poached, I don't know, but I don't expect them to, to move on from McCarthy. Okay. And uh, that's a really tough question, but I, I got to lean McCarthy too, just because um, I, I like the Dan Quinn hire and uh-huh. the, best, the best defense Cowboys have had in a very long time. Well, since the Wade Phillips days probably. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, would you pose the Garrett or McCarthy question on the Cowboys subreddit? I think I will. Great. <laughs> I think I think it's a closer margin than people want to say. Yeah, I mean it's it's close. Okay. You know, like, right. Whose poop smells the worst? Well, speaking of closed, I think we close the gate to the Cowboys corral for now. And uh, should we get into games for this weekend? Yeah. All right. Only four. Only four games. Ooh. So this means there's what? Only seven games left this season. My uh, lovely bride is very happy about that. Um, <laughs> she's like, how many more Thursday nights are you not going to be able to cook dinner? This is ridiculous. Um, you didn't cook dinner are. even with a Thursday night? You were that glued. You were that glued to the TV for these garbage, you know, Jags-Titans games. Oh, man. Well, (laughs) speaking of the Titans, no garbage there. They are the number one seed. So the Tennessee Titans are kicking us off this weekend. Titans are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals 435 on Saturday. Titans (laughs) minus three and a half. Carlos, what do you think? Man, I... It was really cool to see what the Bengals did last week. Uh-huh. Um, but I I think the Titans, especially with with Henry returning, and I, and I believe mm. Henry is returning. Yep. Yeah, They're he's just back too to practice this week, running hard. Yeah. I'd go with the Titans. I take the Titans here and the points. Okay. Magoo, what, what say you? I'm with Carlos here. He's uh, we got Derrick Henry back, and there is no greater fade in the world of sports betting than um, betting a public dog, which the Bengals surely are. So mm. they were a cute story, you know, beating uh, beating up on the Raiders, but the Raiders never had a chance in that game because they had just won their Super Bowl, which was the Chargers the week before mm-hmm. in Week 18. Mm-hmm. So. 
It's an easy lay here with the uh, the Titans. They are begging you to take the Bengals. All right, they know. Okay. Man, but uh, doesn't Joey Burrow scare you a little bit? Mm-mm. You, Derrick Henry not, does. Joey B is not in that in that category. So, just devil's advocate here. Do we know? I mean, how confident are you that Derrick Henry is back and healthy, or is he pushing through? And does it matter? I think whenever somebody's questionable in the NFL, they're probably going to play. Uh-huh. But they're going to act like they don't so that they throw off the other team. Yeah. So the other team's not game planning for Derrick Henry. It's yeah. just a little gamesmanship that they like to do, you know, from my days of coaching in the NFL. Got it. Carlos, what was your uh, Derrick Henry prediction at the beginning of the year? Do you recall? No, I don't. You were you said you were like looking at his usage, and you were really oh, concerned right. about it. Yeah, I mean that's that's a classic metric from football outsiders. Like if if you have three hundred touches in a season, then it, it's your chance for injury goes up. Like mm-hmm. the classic was Demarco Murray with his last year with the Cowboys. Yep. Um, and and Derrick Henry had been the exception to the rule until until this season. And he's, he's still kind of avoiding. breaking the rule a little bit by coming back. but Yeah, so what did we learn from DeMarco Murray? Can we learn anything from the DeMarco Murray case study about when he kind of hit that mark and had his injury? What happened after that? He had a, like two or three moderately effective seasons with the Eagles. Okay, okay. Um, but Ew, never – Not with the Eagles. Never, not with the Eagles. He had him with the the Eagles was a disaster under Chip Kelly. He had him with the uh, the Titans. Uh, a, oh, that's right. That's right. Late, that's right. A year yep. later. A year later. And then he went to the Eagles, and that didn't work. I guess I bring that all up. No, to he say, went to the Eagles first, and then the Titans. I bring that all up to say, right? I think our our perception of Derrick Henry is just him rolling over dudes, taking things to the house. You know, we expect to see a healthy Derrick Henry. However. He's a huge freaking human, um, right? And, and tall, big people maybe don't recover as fast from these injuries as, like, the smaller skilled guys. So maybe there's a chance that, like, while he's back, he doesn't have that explosiveness and power that he's always had. So I think if you're not big onto that, I think mm-hmm. um, go in with the Bengals. I think if you're confident that Henry is back to himself – just lay the points. I think they will control the clock. The Titans will. You've got to worry. If you're now the Bengals, you're worrying about Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones, who's healthy, I think, this week as well. So, yeah, I'm with you. I uh, I lay the points here with the Titans, and uh, we see more of Burrow and Chase in the future. All right. We're ready to go to Saturday night. Up in up in oh, yeah. the frozen tundra in Lambeau, um, the Green Bay Packers, one of my favorite teams, is hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay minus five and a half. Oof. Man. That is wild. Carlos, you want to take this one first? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Packers here. I I think we'll see like everything that went right for the 49ers against the Cowboys kind of struggle a little bit against the Packers. Uh-huh. Um, Packers just have had another week to 
look at what the 49ers do on, on offense. Uh, and it's in Green Bay. It's cold. No one likes to run around and catch the ball when it's that cold. Was it when the Niners went to the Super Bowl, was that when they just ran all over the Packers in the NFC Championship game to get there? Yeah, Mostert. That's Rocky right. Mostert game. Kyle Shanahan just took them to the woodshed, and, and they ran And they're kind of putting together that same thing. Jimmy G is banged up. Um, ooh, man, I forgot about that game till just now. <clears throat> Man, it so I like the Niners to cover. I lean the Niners. Unfortunately, it's all going to depend on Fred Warner and Nick Bosa's health this weekend. Mm, are they banged up? They are very banged up. They left the game. Uh, I forgot you. That's right. This. They left the game last week. Sounds like Fred Warner is going to be back. Nick Bosa, I think, is a little bit more of a question mark. But Ooh. if neither of those guys are in the game, then that is a monster problem for the Niners. They're Definitely going to be in trouble covering this spread with them out. So, I'm I don't know. My, my pick's a little on the fence with the injuries. I'm not as worried about Warner as I would be Nick Bosa. And, I mean, right. yeah, I guess Warner too. But I think you've got to be able to get pressure on Rodgers with a four-man pass rush. And he just gets the ball out so quickly um, and the way he's running that offense, like I, I see the Packers taking care of business. So I think I'm with Carl here, and uh, I lay the points with Green Bay, and I feel pretty good about that with Aaron Rodgers in a night game. I just don't really buy the uh, – I'm with you on Rodgers. I mean, the Green Bay offense should be great, but I, I'm, I've watched their defense enough this year. It's just there's some, there's some holes and some problems with their defense. They're getting some players back. Um, you know, that are coming off of IR. I, I'm with you, Carl. I like the Packers here. Um, but Magoo, you're uh you're rolling you're rolling with the, the Niners to, to cover but not win. Yeah, we'll be betting at the 49ers plus six now. It looks like the line's moving up. Okay. Um if 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 and only if Warner and Bosa are coming back. Got it. I think they're okay. probably gonna be coming back then. Okay. All right, let's go to a Sunday afternoon. We got the Buccaneers are hosting the uh, Los Angeles Rams. I did see a little bit of the Rams game Monday night, but, man, what a walloping that was. Um, Tampa Bay minus three. How did Tampa look against the Eagles? Great. Dominant. Oh, wow, those are good words. Their defense looks locked in, man. They are flying around. Yeah. Defense. Is there secondary healthy? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Shaq Barrett. Uh, Vita Vea, I think, is back, right? Okay. They were just – Levante David just flying mm-hmm. around. They look locked in for the, the playoff run. Hmm. There was one play against the Eagles where they dropped Vea and Sue oh. and rushed forward. Like, they brought a backer and a, uh-huh. and a defensive back. Packers, and they they got to Jalen Hurts, but it was just great to see those two giant men. Did the... Hurts's brain just break? Like You're seeing not that supposed much mass dropping, like what in the world? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible! 
Um, the Rams looked really good against the Cardinals, though, man. They uh, they whooped them. They did. The Cardinals are like they're like thirty first, thirty second in DVOA defensively. Oh boy, um, that should have been an easy bet for the Rams. I'm kicking myself that I like the mm. Cardinals in that game. Mm. No business. No business. Uh, did sidebar they. on the Cardinals: their window might have just closed this year. Uh, their roster does not is not built like they had a lot of like one year mercenaries with like AJ Green, JJ Watt, Rodney Hudson, and some other folks that are all gone after this year, and uh, the roster does not look great. So it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with this Kyler Murray thing. Like that was a horribly called game by Kingsbury too. Matt Stafford mm. had more rushing yards than Kyler Murray, and like. They wanted him to just sit in the pocket and try to throw, and it's like mm. his whole career he's been a guy that's like either throw on the run or like he just has to sit there for a long time, and he's he's just not like he has to see a guy wide open before he throws it instead of throwing a guy open. Like he's just one of those quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield, Got like it. the Oklahoma product. So that's a big problem for them moving forward. Got it. All right, Magoo. Back to the game, though. What do you think? Are you are you rolling with Tom Brady laying three points against the Rams? Yeah, yeah. For one more round, I'm going to the uh, the Bucks here. Um, even mm. though the Rams looked really good, uh, but you know, Simmons says beware the team that looked a little too good the week before. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Carlos, what say you? I'm going to pick Rams to cover and win. Um, oh, and yeah, and it's like they're they figured out how to use Odell in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stafford was, I mean, he, he's had his ups and downs, but he's been pretty solid for the last few weeks. Played a mistake free game against the Cardinals. I and heard, is Cam Akers back and looking pretty good? Yeah, he ran all over him. Hmm. He looked great, and and Aaron Donald and Von Miller are are looking pretty good on on the pass rush for the Rams. So, oh yeah. Well, and if we know, like historically, when Brady has had trouble uh, in the playoffs, it's against defenses that can generate pressure with their front four, and with uh, that D line that the the Rams have, I think they can they can definitely get after them with their front four with, you know, Donald and Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, and I think the other guys, what, Sebastian, Joseph Day. But I think, like, man, they can definitely bring some pressure. You've got Jalen Ramsey playing out of his mind. I, I think I'm with you, Carl. I'm, I'm going to take the points here, and I think the, uh, this, the, the battle of this game that's going to decide it is going to be the uh, Rams D-line versus the Bucks O-line. I yeah I I just don't think the Rams are gonna have enough. Okay. Stafford's not gonna have the time to throw okay. like he did last week. Plus the Rams are just a very dome centric team. They're going back Got outdoors. It. I don't love it. Got it. All righty. The uh, the last one, the game of the weekend. The uh, Kansas City Chefs are hosting the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Kansas City minus one and a half. Goes down. Two and a half to one. One and a half. I mean, this is definitely the the game of the week. Uh huh. Um, 
I am gonna go Bills to cover and win here. Uh huh. Like that makes three for three. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, the Bills' record, like they kind of they had to pour it on at the end to win the division. Mm-hmm. But like DVOA, they have been at the top all season. Like, yeah. Um, the Cowboys have too, but Cowboys also had tons of penalties, which DVOA doesn't take into account. So the Bills, Bills have more discipline. They've been less plagued by penalties. Yeah, I think I'm with you there, Carl. I mean, after what the Bills did to the Patriots last weekend, I think they're the first team in a, like ages to have like a perfect game on offense in which they never like turned the ball over, punted, kicked a field goal. Like every drive was a touchdown until they kneeled it down. Like if that offense is clicking, man, I don't, the chiefs just have no margin. Sorry, for error. I, I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but oh, I have no, a, no. I have a special surprise for the, the listener. No. Oh my goodness. Oh, Who, who's here? Who's here? Oh, it's Who is, is it? Baru is here. Baru is here. No. Baru, say hello to the listener. I don't even know what to say anymore. Introduce yourself. This is Baru. Hey, buddy. How's it going? He's, like, walking away from me. (laughs) He really doesn't want to do it. Oh, man. Baru, welcome to the pod. It's his first podcast. Here's the thing. I feel you can't just put someone on a pod without consent, right? Like, So he can sue me? Well, no, I mean, I think, like, you know, getting consent is just, like, the the thing people do these days. So, if he doesn't want to be on the pod, we don't have to bring him in on the pod. That's okay. We still love him. I know. Our, our listeners miss him, though. We do. We do. Um, <laughs> we, we don't have to force it. Uh, Magoo, tell us what you think about the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, first teaser game, of course. And then we, we also like the Bills to cover. Um Jay and I have already discussed liking the Bills all the way to the Super Bowl. All the way. So, Brew, tell them what you have. Tell them what you have. Brew has futures on the 49ers and the Bills. Oh, are you going to hedge if they get if they both make the Super Bowl? Are you going to hedge? If, well, no, because one of them is guaranteed to win if they both make the Super Bowl. You don't mm-hmm. hedge. Well, you don't know going to Brew. Who does Baru like in this game? Baru likes the Bills because that's who his ticket is. There we go. And Carl, you're on the Bills as well? I am. There we go. Well, I think uh, Magoo has made this super awkward, just forcing someone onto the pod without their uh, consent. Why is the ball the same color as the table? So this might be a good, this might be a good place to end it. What do you say, Carl? <laughs> yes, it is. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> well, you also can't lose what you don't put in the middle, but you can't win much either. One and all to the Jason, excuse me, Jay, Carlos, and Magoo Show. I am your host, and I have two lovely co-hosts with me right now. Maybe just one. No, now we have two. That's two. Carlos and Jay, introduce yourselves. Well, welcome, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to, uh, what is this, championship round weekend? Well, it's actually episode three, 
or excuse me, season three, episode twenty-one. Jay, great, welcome, Carlos. What's going on, man? Yes, hello, welcome, welcome. to me. Great, we uh, have not prepped at all. We didn't do our pre-pod <laughs> um, phone call discussing our our scant plan for the show. So I think uh, we're going to wing it, and the listener is not going to be able to tell a difference. So should we just get into it? Always. We, we, we're just, we're rolling. We're going to keep it short and sweet and just pick winners for the, for the listener. No, 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 no. I think we would be remiss if we didn't maybe do a quick recap on what might have been the greatest mm. weekend of NFL football ever. Right, yeah, Car- Carlos, are you there? I am here. Oh, nice. Okay, we just make sure we have Carl Jay on the on the line. Yeah, he already said yes, hello. We knew he was here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Carlos. Last weekend's game. Where do do we just where, do we just want to start with the Chiefs Bills game? Chefs Bills. Uh, good place to start. Solid. Man, I don't know. Did, that, did anything happen in that game? That was maybe the most wild finish of a game I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember texted... a regular season game between the the Rams and the Chiefs like three years ago. Oh yeah, that the was... Monday night game. Yeah, sure and... was, I think it was the Rams and the Saints, Carl. Nope, uh, Carlos. Really? No, it was, okay. It was Rams Chiefs. Yep. And and I I think this game between the Bills and the Chiefs was just as exciting in terms of like just back to back scoring. And also, it was in the division championship. This is factual. The stakes were high. You've got, like, a budding rivalry. You know, the, the Bills, like, designed their team this year to solely beat the Chiefs. And it came down to, like, the matchup on the biggest stage. And it was absolutely insane. I remember I texted Carlos, Carlos um, when the Bills were driving with, like, five minutes left. And I said... Are they going to try to run out the whole clock with this drive? They did not do that. <laughs> there was a lot more that yeah. happened. Yeah, I was at the same, the same time, my my brother texted me. He's like, do the Bills have enough time to score here? And I said, I think so. And then after <laughs> that, I think there were five more scores before <laughs> overtime. <laughs> yeah. No, when it was 109 – and the Bills were getting it back, I was like, oh, they left too much time on the clock for Josh Allen because he had three timeouts. But then yeah. when it got to 13, I'm like, well, that's over. Well, and Josh then... Allen Josh Allen scored – they scored with what, like 150 left on the clock? And you immediately go, ooh, that's too much time for Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And it took Mahomes like three plays. He hits Tyreek on just that wicked ooh. crossing route, which let's talk about this one for a minute. So – I think the Bills were in man coverage, and Tyreek just beat the dude on inside leverage just because he's basically a better athlete than the cornerback that was on him. And he's flying to the end zone, and the NFL's like big point of emphasis here was taking taunting out of the game pretty much specifically because yeah. of the Bucks defender and Tyreek Hill like flipping deuces. Tyreek started it in the regular season last year. Then I, I'm blanking on the name of, of the Bucks secondary guy that gave him deuces in his face in the Super Bowl, but then the uh, the no fun league comes uh, in. Carlton, there, Carlton, yeah. Davis. Carlton, yeah, Davis. yeah, 
So then the No Fun League comes in and says, like, there will be no taunting this year. And there were some pretty ridiculous, like, momentum-shifting, game-altering, like, taunting flags throughout the year. Um, but thankfully, the refs didn't throw a flag as Tyreek Hill flipped everybody the peace sign as he was rolling into yeah. the end zone. I thought that he, was He really did it at the defender. He did it at the defender. I thought you just were supposed to do it, like, at the crowd. I Yeah, I don't know. I thought it's a dumb rule anyways, and I'm really glad that that didn't influence this game. Um, but Tyreek runs it into the end zone there, and then there was, what, like a minute left? And immediately you said again, there's there's too much time. Yeah. And then it was. Then the Bills go down. They got another one with 13 seconds left. And I don't think anyone in the world said there's too much time, but it turns out 13 seconds was too much time. Yeah, that's I mean, great. Yeah, Bart, Bart Snackwell actually did a really nice, like, slow-mo on Twitter of, like, how do you leave Travis – it might not have been Snackwell, but it was like, how do you leave Travis Kelsey? He just ran free up the seam, and nobody was like – nobody yeah. jammed him at the line. Nobody was like – they were just like – prevent defense but he like he got 25 yards which was just insane carlos what do you call there in madden (laughs) so i i would run press man with cover two or potentially cover three with just three men on the line so just a solid old prevent defense right rush three man up everybody with three deep safeties yeah but not like like not your classic prevent, like you're playing real man-to-man coverage. Cause I think what that does is it just forces the quarterback to wait for a bit because no mm-hmm. one's going to be open right away. And so that, that the just takes your biggest enemy. Yeah. Um, but, but on that last play to get him in field goal range, that, that cornerback, I think thought he had inside help. Um, Yep. Sam, Sam Gold is a is a really good analyst on YouTube and he kind of broke that down and mm-hmm. he thinks that that defensive back thought he had inside help from the linebacker but the linebacker kind of stayed stayed in place and, and never really caught that seam route. Mm. So then they they get that seam route they call timeout and you're like, "Oh my god, this game's going into overtime. Bonus football. This is the game that should never end. Really, they should they should have just given the Super Bowl trophy to whoever won that game, right? Yeah, just end it there. Yep. Like we're we'll do gonna... a halftime show and have some commercials in a couple weeks, but yeah, we'll, just, we'll 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 package together highlights of this game, but we'll show it as a Super Bowl. <laughs> Man, but then okay, so a lot of a lot of debate on the Talking overtime. Heads. Yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on the overtime format? So did you see the Snackwell's article on the three things that uh, – the three ideas that have been – I like them all, frankly, because they're just you're, – So than... you're in favor of modifying overtime. Yeah, because they, like, they were like pretty good ideas. Like one was kind of silly. So the silliest one was probably um, – okay, I'll go through these real quick. You determine the coin toss before overtime starts – uh, like in the fourth quarter. Okay. So you determined who who would get, at the start of the fourth quarter, who would get overtime. This is mm-hmm. just for the playoffs, obviously. If 
if they win the toss so that the team, if they like tie it up, they can go for two and win it in regulation if they want. And like, if they fail, obviously they, they the game ends there. So that's mm. one idea. I thought that was like, eh, I, I don't know. I still don't see coaches really going for two at all there. Yeah. Um, Cause they can still, but if they don't, but if they're like, Oh, the I don't see, see the thing. I don't, I don't see teams doing that. Right. Like, Putting it all in on one play, like going all in on one play versus. At the same time, if you're the Bills last night, or excuse me, Sunday night, and your defense is just gassed and you've got Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill on the other side, you definitely you think, think about going for two. Right? They were the number one defense in the league by DVOA. You can't trust them to get a stop? Not when they're gassed like that. Um, the other one real quick. Um, so the Ravens actually came up with this. It's uh, it's like a spot and play, I think is what spot it was and, called. Spot and choose. And this is the one that I actually like. It's a good one. I mean, it's great. Right? Are you familiar with this, Carlos? Jay, you can so, explain this one. Yeah, it, please explain it. I don't get okay. it. Okay. So I've got it pulled up. So in the spot and choose scenario, there's no coin flip. One team decides where the ball is to be spotted to begin overtime. And the other team gets to choose whether to play offense or defense from that spot. And then I think it's the first team to score wins. So, for example, the way this would have worked out in the Bills game, say the Chiefs, since they're the home team, they get to choose. So they would pick, they would pick the yard line that the ball is spotted. So now you could say the five-yard line, but then if the Bills say, cool, we'll play offense, now they get the ball at the five, right? Or the Bills could say, oh, we like the idea of getting a stop, so we're going to play defense from the five. So it puts in like a little bit of like game theory in, do you think the other team wants to play offense or defense, and where would you want the ball to be spotted? Yeah, I, I would say I'm definitely in favor of modifying the format for the playoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just given how the league is changing the game, it's definitely mm-hmm. more offense, offensive-centric. Mm-hmm. And like we've seen in the last few years, like teams like a minute and a half left, the top quarterbacks are going to get a score. Yep. Um, and I'm a simple guy, so I like just saying, like, you got a 10-minute overtime, and you mm-hmm. just play, play it out. Play it till the end? Play it till the end. Great. Um, but then you do have to figure out what happens if there's still tied after that. Yeah. And then maybe that, think... maybe that game theory option. That seems cool. Yeah. If like kind of in lieu of like penalty kick type stuff. Um, I kind of like, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think like maybe there just needs to be a playoff overtime format. I get the way that it is in the regular season, right. To preserve, like risk against injury and all like you don't want to add too much time in the regular season but i'm all for like in in the playoffs where the games you know mean more doing a a set quarter or or whatever great uh yeah one more and let me know what you guys think about this because there's a downside but i it's kind of cool um the uh the other one is the first to eight points so pretty self-explanatory. 
you got to go for if you if the Chiefs score there, they have to go for two in order to win the game outright. So the Bills still have a chance, even if they give up the score. Obviously, the downside is they don't get the score, and you can still extend the game a really long time if it's first to eight. Like if no teams score, you basically have to play out all of overtime. Nonetheless, is this is this playoffs only? Yeah, playoffs only. Playoffs only. Because because if it were regular season, that a Detroit. Pittsburgh overtime oh. game would still be happening. Yeah, but it's not a bad idea. Like, the Chiefs go for it, miss, then the Bills score and go for two. They get the win, so that's not the worst. I think I like Carlos's better. But uh, I'll have to say, anything left on this uh, Bills-Chiefs game other than it was probably the most entertaining game I've ever seen? It was a more brutal end to a season than the Cowboys, so that's true. What do you what what is life like this week as a Bills fan? What it's been like the past sixty years? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I would be in a Carl. Would you? You'd be in a pretty dark place if that was the Cowboys, right? I mean, it's just so tough because with that last touchdown with thirteen seconds left. Yeah, you're, you're like, booking your oh, tickets. We right? did it. You did it. You're planning like, what is going on? Are you fixing a washing machine? I don't know why this stuff's so loud. I'll try to. I can't mute myself. But are you fixing a washing machine? He's banging a baking tray on his head, and then questions why it's so loud. Are you submitting no. an audition tape for British Bake Off? Yeah. What goes on at British Bake Off? Oh, that's a great show. All right. Uh, I yeah, I think, man, like the poor yeah. Bills fans, like they're they're on Amazon ordering tables to jump through this weekend while they host the Bengals. And then, uh, oh, man, at least it happened quick, and hopefully they could uh, process those returns before the tables were shipped. Um, should we go to the next game, the the previous game that ended yeah. in a last second kick? The Rams. One more thing the about the Bills, though, they yeah. have they look. They have Josh Allen. I th- he's still on his rookie contract, right? Or no? They signed yeah, big not money. for much longer. Yeah, but still, you got Josh Allen. He's super young. You can you probably have some cap space. You he's know, also pretty good. Think, things are fine going forward. It's not like the Packers fans like like looking ooh, forward. Ooh. Should we just go? I was going to wait for them. You brought them up. Man, I was so happy when the Packers lost. How how wonderful was that? That was surprising, Nothing. but great. It was so good. For Green Bay to like lose because their special teams is horrible was very fitting to the season. To have Aaron Rodgers not perform well was fantastic. Uh, Green Bay had exactly what they wanted in their like home field advantage. You have to come through Green Bay. We know how to play in the cold, and uh, they didn't. And I took tremendous joy in Throw Rogan getting sent home early. Magoo, are you still there? I'm here. What are you doing? Uh, I'm listening to you guys uh, discuss the game. Got it. This is so poor quality. Oh my god, Carl. Any any 
last thoughts on on Green Bay, or should we just move on? That I took just a lot of joy in uh, the Packers' early exit. I mean, yeah. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, it's like okay, maybe we weren't too bad. <laughs> yeah, the Niners um, played great, man. But at the same time, it's just like frustrating. Like this is a wide open NFL playoffs, uh-huh. uh, where. Like we're seeing some some really great scheme from the 49ers mm-hmm. who are really the only team left without a great quarterback. Um, so you just gotta Jimmy, hand it to that Jimmy G. Staff. Jimmy G would agree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, so is Rex Grossman. Oh. Um yeah, I think the I this Niners team is fun, right? And that they're not the quarterback driven, they're a scheme driven, right? Just team. And, and that's how they're winning. Um, to the Packers real quick. Is this the end of, of the line for them? They are like $70 million over the cap heading into next season. And they may not get Rogers back. They, if he's not back, Devonte's is likely a free agent. And we'll move on. It may be a rebuild season for the pack. And I'm here for it. So the NFC yeah, it, North. It just seems really, it seems really unlikely that Rogers returns to Green Bay. Yeah. Um, and like the 49ers were thought of as, as like a potential landing spot for him. But I have a hard time seeing him going to the 49ers after losing to them four times in the playoffs. And then again, in what would, in this in this uh, timeline, these last season with the Packers. So here would be the great thing that would have. So I sent Carl a great cartoon about Aaron Rodgers last ten years and how the Packers have been beaten out of the playoffs a lot. So they've been beaten by the Niners what four times now in the playoffs? I think three or four yeah, times. Four times. So how great would it be then if Rodgers is like, oh, screw this! If you can't beat them, join them. And he goes to the Niners, and then next year the Packers beat the Niners in the playoffs. I think that would, I think that would be wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, so here's the other thing with Rodgers. Is he as an attractive of a free agent this year as he was last year? No. Absolutely Can I expand? Why is that? Why is that? Well, no, he's one year older, and he's getting into realms of weirdness like, uh, like we really haven't seen. I think if uh-huh. he had just stayed with, um, uh, sounds like it's not. It's on the rocky with, uh, with what's her name from Divergent series. Uh, oh, yeah, Shaler. He would, yeah, she would. Uh, she would stabilize him a little bit, mm. and yeah. And that's a, that's really about it. I mean, he looked like he was just going through the motions in that game. Like, he's ready to host Jeopardy. Carl, if you're the Broncos, are you still making the uh, godfather offer for Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of on-the-field play, like, mm-hmm. he's, he's still likely to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, as a quarterback, I think his stock is um, – pretty darn similar to what it was a year ago. Mm. Um, 
there is definitely some, there would be some hesitation from some groups just based on his uh, interviews and some of his uh, critical thinking uh, <laughs> that he's expressed. Yeah, like, but like, I don't know. I, I, he's still a, a really great quarterback. Yeah. Aziz Ansari, I guess, has like this new stand up bit regarding Aaron Rodgers and his uh, his whole like like gist of what his uh, little spiel about Aaron Rodgers is essentially like, did you guys really expect like the the quarter the the quarterback of our team to like do good on his science test? Like, tell me when you ever saw that happen in high school. Like, this is a guy that gets paid to get hit in the head, um, and, and I don't think you can really expect him to be you know, like a world-class researcher and scientist. So yeah, the Broncos good. aren't hiring him to be an epidemiologist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, 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 nope. All right. That's enough of a uh, bagging on that. And then let's, we'll, we'll wrap it up quick. The other two games were fantastic too. I didn't watch much of the Bengals game, but that oh. came down to the wire. And then the, the Rams were up huge Carl texted me like, man, what a blowout. And then um, Tom Brady's deal with the devil almost got him back back into that game. They, they tied it up late, and then Stafford had one of the late drives to uh, get them tied up. That was pretty incredible. Any thoughts on those two games? Just an all-timer of a, like, a terrible coverage by the Bucks, like, it was funny. You had one team that was playing prevent and allowed Mahomes to score, and then another team that tried to play aggressive, mm-hmm. and they let the best receiver in the entire league get behind him. I don't know yep. how that happens, but it did. He literally just ran by the guy. The guy kind of bit, thinking it was going to be a short route, and nope. And that was that. It was that pretty play, terrible by the Bucks at the end. That play by Cup looked awesome on dots, um, where – Cup just runs in a – he just runs the seam right down the middle and just runs right by the dude. My my play for the dots highlight of the weekend, though, was Gabe Davis's corner post route where he just uh, put that corner in a grave. That was incredible. The, yeah, the, the dot, dot just like – the knees buckling. Times. <laughs> the dots on that was so great. The The cornerback, I think it was 21 – he was like, it showed him facing the middle of the field, and then he just faced the outside of the field and froze while Gabe Davis ran into the end zone and put his hands up and said, please throw it to me. Carlos, how much does Gabe Davis go for in fantasy next year? <laughs> Ooh, someone's going to pay 25 for him. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm that thinking. Has, that has Julio written all over it. <laughs> I think it's Julio and Phil battling out for that one. That'll be good. He'll definitely be one of Matt. And you know Barry's what? It might picks. be. It might be worth it. And here's what's going to happen: is Carl will nom- Carlos will nominate him early. Julio will be bidding him up, and Magoo will say, "I can get one more dollar out of him and get stuck with Gabe." <laughs> and somehow it'll work out. But that is you know, a great analysis good. of how all three good. of us draft. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you figured out that I nominate players I don't want? What? <laughs> just er, not just early in the draft. All right, we are we are a ways away from August. Uh, let's get. Should we get into this weekend's games? Yeah. Um, 
Of course. Looks like the, the Chiefs are hosting the Bengals 3 p.m. on Sunday, just the last Sunday doubleheader of the year. Uh, the Chiefs are at home. They are favored by seven points. What do you guys think? Too many points. Too many points. Pretty gassed Chiefs team. Um, they're great, but they're definitely they're definitely making it seven because they know they can still get everybody to bet the Chiefs. It's too many points uh-huh. for Joe Burrow, Joey B. Carlos, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'll be rooting for the Bengals, um, but I, I I like the Chiefs in this game. Mm-hmm. To cover the seven? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So so check this, Magoo. Magoo is Magoo is on the uh, the sharp side here. We've got eighty three percent of the cash has come in on the Bengals. 65% of the tickets has come in on the Chiefs. So it's looking it's looking like the Chiefs are the pretty public team. But let's run through this a little bit, right? So in terms of uh, offensive ranks, according to PFF, the Chiefs are fourth overall. The uh, Bengals are third overall. Defense, the uh, Chiefs are at 13th overall. The Bengals are at 20th. And PFF has Chiefs number one in the power rankings and Bengals in the eighth, at, at eighth in uh, the power rankings. You got to love the matchup of Joey Burrow and Pat Mahomes. Jamar Chase is going to put on a show. Oh, man, I, I, think that, uh, I think that the Chiefs end up winning this game, but I don't know if they cover. I mean, everybody is teasing this game with uh, you know, the other game. You want. Well, I mean, and over-unders, of course. Oh, got it. Don't forget the over-unders. You know, you can do that in gambling, Jay. That is true. Do you, What's the – give me the uh, – Carl, Carlos, give me uh, the game script for how the Bengals come out and win this game. I think, like, Jamar Chase has 250 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and and so while watching Bill's Chiefs, I predicted that Mahomes would throw an interception on their second-to-last scoring drive and then again predicted he would throw an interception in overtime, um, both of which he didn't. But this, this season has been the one where he's kind of maintained a steady, not horrible, but some turnover-worthy plays. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's how the Bengals win this game is like two two interceptions, um, and I mean their their offense is maybe not quite as good as the Chiefs, but it's pretty prolific. So it's pretty it, it's pretty solid. Their line is a bit their line is their weakness. Yeah. So the other the other game script is Burrow doesn't get sacked nine times. Yep. Yep. All right, Magoo, tell me how the Chiefs win this. Well, just to piggyback on that, really all you can say for the Bengals winning is the Chiefs' defense is still gassed from that crap. So, mm. I mean, it's score, score, and score some more. That's really all it is. Bengals have uh, one more day of rest. They do? How do the Chiefs cover? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, give me that. Joe Burrow uh, – 
the defensive or the uh, the offensive line cannot protect Joe Burrow, and uh, yeah, Mahomes just has his way. There's really uh, I don't know. That's I think like Joe Burrow has three turnovers basically. I yeah. think it's it's going to take a lot of turnovers from Burrow to like have the Chiefs cover because I don't think they yeah. cover. So what about so Burrow's been in big games before, right? He played in the national championship game. You know, he's got what now two playoff wins under his belt, but he's never really been down by a sizable amount, like by two scores in any of those games, has he? I can't know. So that might be another one here for the Chiefs covering, right? If, if because right, Burrow, he's been in these big games, but he hasn't had that adversity where like he has to make the plays. And and so if he gets down, you know, if the Chiefs jump out early, you know, does does Burrow maybe press a little bit more than he normally would in these situations? You know, in in these big games like this on the road, um, and maybe he presses a bit. You know, tries to force balls in, throw some picks. So maybe that's another way that the, the Chiefs could go about covering this game as well. So my play is I like the Bengals to cover, but I like the Chiefs to win. Same these. Carl? I'd say Chiefs, Chiefs to cover. Like it. I like it. All right, the next game, the uh, LA Rams are hosting the 49ers at San Fran, the night game. And uh, it is the Rams minus three and a half. What do you, Carlos? What's your thoughts here? I have no idea how to play this. Um, yep. Like the Rams are are definitely more talented. I think on both uh-huh. sides of the ball. Like uh-huh. all all three all three teams. Um, Rams have been better, and just in terms of overall talent. But they're both in the NFC West. They play each other a lot. They, mm-hmm. they know each other well. And mm-hmm. I think the Niners have won the last six matchups. Yeah, they've had their number. Um, so, like, if I had to, I would say Rams to win, uh-huh. um, but not cover. Like, really close mm-hmm. game. Okay. Magoo, what say you? I think that I'm going to go with the Rams to win and cover, actually. And it's probably not the sharp side. Square don't care. But it really took an epic collapse for the yeah for the Rams to not blow out the Bucks last week. And it's like they needed Cam Akers to fumble like twice. I mean, you don't. I mean, if you don't think to sound like a talking head, if you don't think Cam Akers is going to be doing drills all week about holding on to the football. You know, you're crazy. Didn't so? Didn't the Rams have like four fumbles and none of them ended up in the buck, or like not all of them ended up in the Bucks? They had like a ridiculous number of turnovers in that game, but none of them came from Stafford. So he's been playing well. Yeah, been phenomenal. Odell Beckham's been great. Higby, Cup, yep, have been all been all phenomenal. Van Jefferson, hell, yeah. So I just think like to ask the Rams to screw up as much as they did versus like both in yeah. the last San Francisco game and the Bucks game last week is asking a lot. If you're a Niners better. 
Yeah, it might be one of those like that like that near collapse might have been like a big wake up call for them. Like we're not gonna mess around. Yeah. We're gonna put this away. Um, but man, the Niners just make people do weird things. That they does. Mm, I think I think it'll be a good game. I am uh, with you guys. I like the Rams to win and uh, cover in this game. I think that uh, when it gets down to this point in the season, I'm just I'm I, I like the team that I think has the better talent on both sides of the ball. Like Carl was saying, you know, really in all three phases. But Carlos. I'm taking Stafford over Jimmy G. Right? Give me Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, give me Cup, OBJ, those guys. Ram- Ramsey got destroyed last week. I think Carlos was on the Rams to win but not cover, though. Okay. Did I hear that right? Yep, I'm sticking with that. All right. Yeah. Rams win but not cover. I like – let's have a good game. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, And then, so, yeah, that's 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 it for this weekend, I guess – We'll probably maybe take – I doubt we're going to do a Pro Bowl preview show. Um, <laughs> but maybe we come back Super Bowl week with uh, some fun prop bets. And Ooh. last year we had Becca do a little preview, hop on, and give us some of her prop bet picks. Um, so we'll see if we can run that back a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, we are running to the end of this season. Jason, what are you cooking for the, the conference championship games? Ooh, we haven't even got there yet. Um, oh man, this is so Magoo. I don't know if you know this, but we we had annual Super Bowl fests when Carlos and I lived in the same city, and we would do cooking competitions for these games, or often the Super Bowl, and we would have to pick a cuisine from each city to cook. Um, man, the Bengals. I think the obvious choice, right, is the disgusting Cincinnati chili, but I'm not eating that garbage. Um, I'd probably make like a nice Midwestern casserole for the Bengals. For the Chiefs, I'd probably have to smoke something. I don't know, maybe like fish tacos or something for the California teams. That's probably what I'd go with. I'd go with some like uh, classic German fare for the Bengals. They've got a nice German tradition. Oh, yeah, I like that. They do. The Hofbrau House down in Cincinnati is just a blast. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Magoo, do you have any advice for the, uh, the the gamblers out there this week? Yeah, if you want to bet the Pro Bowl, uh, just know that uh, you really can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But also, you can't win much either. Great job, everybody. We'll see you at the Super Bowl. Bye.